Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Hi there and thanks for joining us. Welcome to this very special edition of Red Business where we are celebrating the 21st birthday of this very radio station here at Cork's Red FM. So when we started out on this journey, uh, Roy Keane caused a bit of controversy when he was at the World Cup in Saipan. We all thought six were the future of music and we all thought, well, how long is left in this old radio lark anyway? Well, 21 years on, Red is still going strong and has evolved throughout all of that time to meet different needs that are out there, not just for the audience, but for the business community in Cork as well. And I'm delighted to be joined by Granny Murnane of Red FM, who's with me here today, who has been involved from the very start. I know, Jonathan, I'm actually really lucky to be part of Red's story right from the very beginning. I mean, and you started working as a child. As and a child, yeah. straight out of primary school, right. actually. I think, um, yeah, they poached me when I was still in primary school. Yeah, still in primary school, but you're, you're, you're yeah. still going strong anyway. Look, it, it is a brilliant story, isn't it? Because when Red started, the media landscape was a little bit flat. There were local radio stations, there was national radio stations, but there was a real gap for a local radio station targeting the youth audience. It was it was new, it was exciting, uh, and it brought a lot to the market, didn't it? It was so exciting um, to be part of a brand new launch of a radio station in Cork. The people were really exciting as well, though, because we had so many young so people many coming through the radio people, station. So many different characters. Um, Henry Condon would have been the main person that would have set up the radio station at the time. Henry was... Magical. Oh my yeah, God. He was a he life was, force. He was. he was really dynamic, just br- had a brilliant way of bringing people along with him. I think everybody that worked in Red at the time thought they were a celebrity. Um, not just the people behind the mic, the people in sales and marketing. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a really, really exciting time. It was, it was about the brand though, wasn't it? I mean, it was the fact it was such a strong brand, Red being synonymous with, with Cork. Cork and, and everybody kind of rode in behind it because it was new. It, it was, was exciting. New, but... It did take a long time for us to establish the brand, um, Jonathan, and for us to become part of the fabric of Cork. That took a very long time. Um, and for it to get read to the brand that it is today. Mm. And it's, it's obviously changed a lot over the years and you've seen that change. It started out purely as an FM product. So good old fashioned radio, really, really strong at the time. But then all these other interlopers came in. You had your Facebooks and you had your Googles and, and, and then, you know, people were saying, well, is there a future for radio or not? But of course there is. It's, it's, uh, people are still obsessed with the radio product, but they're using the other products that are there as well now. Absolutely. Um, when we launched first, digital really didn't feature at all. Um, it was the traditional 30 second spot that um, we would have sold or that we would have brought to the marketplace. But now it's much broader than that. You have your sponsorship, you have your branded content, you have um, integrated digital campaigns. So, it, yeah, it's a much different product to what we would have sold in the early days of Red. Mm, but it's a bigger radio station as well, isn't it? I mean, that's Absolutely. the point. It, when it started, when Henry brought together that that merry little group uh, yeah. yourself and Lan O'Connor who's still on the newsroom yeah. here um, you know th- 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 that was a small group of people it was of a small people. group of people but we have grown into you know such a dominant force in the marketplace in Cork we went from a couple of years ago I think we were seventh in the marketplace to the number one radio station and we've managed to maintain that you know 
over the last number of years. Um, and it's, a, it's just a fantastic story uh, to be on. And anybody looking in from the outside will say they did really well. But it's been tremendous fun over the it's years. That's the main so thing. It's been so much fun. There's yeah. been so much energy in the building. Um, a great place to work. Really fun, dynamic people. A lot of different and quirky personalities that we've had in the radio station over the years. From somebody like Charlie Wolf. Do you remember Charlie? I remember Charlie, yeah. yeah. Um, Stevie G. Stevie G, who is still with us today. Uh, there's been so many. And of course, Neil coming in. Foley, uh, when he came in as a well. Now we've, got, now we've got Rob and Laura yeah. on the breakfast show. Look, uh, uh, many stories you can't tell us. And, and yeah. we have to acknowledge that and respect them. But the bottom line is that we're 21 years in. But there's so many chapters in this story to come, isn't there? Absolutely. And really, Jonathan, I think for Red FM, content has always been king. Uh, we deliver very strong content that we're really proud of. Um, and as long as we continue to do that and remain relevant and fresh to our audience, I think we'll continue to grow and not just on air, but across all our platforms. Well, Grani, as head of sales, uh, we, you know, you've done a tremendous job over the years. I have Thank to you. have to say <laughs> that. Um, but uh, we have to go and find out what the customers actually think about this now. So we have a panel of our customers coming up here in just a minute to give us their reminiscence of the last 21 years but congratulations you, you are much, one Jonathan. of the staff who's getting the key to the door oh, thank you um, very much. It's, it's not the key to the front door here because you know that that'd be too <laughs> yeah, risky yeah. but you'll get a key to somewhere uh, Grani Cheers, Jonathan. thank you so much thank for coming you so in. much so that's a little bit about how Red FM came about but what impact did it have on businesses in Cork well with me in studio now we have got three businesses that have really supported the radio station from the get-go. But not only that, but they've seen their businesses grow and change over time. I am delighted to be joined by Mark Hopkins, Bill Kremen and Shanti McNulty. You're all very welcome. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Uh, Mark, I'm going to begin by asking you, tell us a little bit about Hopkins Communications yeah. and how you guys first engaged with Red. Yeah, so um, Hopkins Communications was founded by my mother, Mary, in 1990. Um, so we're over 30 years in business right now. And... Um, we would have initially started off as a as a PR and kind of outdoor advertising agency, but I think uh, I came in then in around similar enough timeline to, to, to when Red FM started. And um, at the time, there weren't very many media buying agencies in in the Cork or the Munster region, so we saw a gap in that market, and we and we took it on, embraced it, and then the evolution of digital came to fruition, and then obviously creating content came in, came into into play so as it stands right now we've a strong team of about 25 and which is full service right across from as we call it conception to execution which would be you know creating content all the way to buying media to doing pr event management and then obviously the the new age of digital and with it, it's reporting structures and all of that. So it's um yeah, full service integrated communications is is where we are now, and um yeah, that's where we were. I suppose to answer the question on how we first interacted with Red, it was actually similar enough timeline to my um induction into Hopkins Communications. Um, you, you, you're twenty one years younger then. <coughs> yeah, so you, yeah, You were cool and trendy <laughs> yeah, at cool that point. Trendy, yeah. Well, I thought it was, and uh, <laughs> but it was it was interesting actually. The the new the new radio station coming into into the market. Um, my mum actually would have worked with Henry Condon back in South Coast Radio days and mum found Henry a very gregarious and happy-go-lucky fella.
fella they had a very good relationship and then as soon as I came in obviously with the media buying side of things and the investment in advertising and promotions and that and, and um, you know being you know Cork being our strongest market um, we soon formed a very strong relationship with Red and that's remained to this day Absolutely still still going yeah, strong yeah. Shanti for you uh, was your first involvement you were at Greenhouse Agency now but was yeah. your first involvement uh, with Man Point? It was um, I actually moved back from London in 2005 and Red FM had already been established at that stage, but Mahan Point was just launching. So um, Red FM were, I suppose, one of the, the big parts of our media mix back then. And in the first few years working with Gronia, I actually um, set up the Red FM pod down in Mahan Point with her, which was, you know, at the time we had nothing like that in the centre. And it was great that Gronia kind of took the leap to do that. Um, but we formed a strong relationship over the years and they were in, involved with so many different events then over the years from fashion to the Cork and Ice in Mahan Point to loads of other things. And I th- I just felt they, they always had that kind of, you know, young at heart, um, kind of quite on trend, but was perfect for the target audience in Mahan Point. Mm. But more recently, um, when I've been working with Greenhouse, I work with Red um, through Casey's Furniture. So um, they, because they're based in Cork and I, their stronghold is in Cork, Red FM is perfect partner for them um, with whether it's sponsorships or advertising. Um, and they've been very supportive. Ever did, since. did you ever go into the pod? Uh, it, it, it's a weird experience in there because yeah. people just stare at you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how Izzy has gotten through so many Saturdays I when know, she's and in there. It's very hot as well. It does, it's yeah. It does get hot. a little warm. There's a lovely um, little fan to keep you cool. But yeah. it's it's brilliant to be able to bring radio out like that because the other thing that yeah. Red FM did uh, when I was working uh, with News Talk was they had the Upper Lane studio. Yes, uh, and yeah. it just brings radio to the people more than anything else. So people, kids are fascinated by it. And, and it adds value. I know they were always knocking on the, on the windows, looking for requests and stuff like that. But it was great for... It was great for the centre, but it was also good for Red FM because obviously where the station is located, it's kind of hidden away from general view and it brought the, the branding of There's the There's nothing station. wrong with Bishopstown. <laughs> I, I, don't, don't be knocking Bishopstown. I'm from Bishopstown. <laughs> uh, uh, Bill Cramond, if we can come to you next. I mean, Bill, I, I, I love the story of, mm-hmm. of your business because it has expanded so much over the years. Mm-hmm. You have been constantly responding mm-hmm. and evolving. And a lot of the target market that you were going for was the Red FM market, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, I suppose, look, we have uh, Cork and I, Alpine Skate Trail, Zippers. <clears throat> My um, uh, first interaction with Red was quite interesting because back in 2007, uh, Red was probably the upstart station still at that, at that stage. And uh, what I found was when I rang uh, Gráinne Murnan and said, I have, a, I have an idea. And I didn't know Gráinne from Adam. What I got immediately was a welcome, come on out and let's chat. And I went out with little more than an idea in probably September, October 2007. <clears throat> and the guys came on board uh, with us on the first Cork and Ice uh, down in, which was going to be held down in Little Island. And we've moved on since then. I mean, I don't even know how many visitors we had that year, but Red were, no, Media partnerships were, were just so important for us. But what was as important was to have a brand <clears throat> that was synonymous with young people and kind of on trend that we could display down in the event because it was that kind of trying to be cool by association and Red was 
very cool. And I suppose still is, Jonathan. I mean, well, no, to be uh, fair, they yeah. brought me in a bit, yeah. so that's after dragging it down ever so slightly. But yeah, yeah. there yeah. there is that element. You know, having the, the Red Patrollers down mm. there, having the yeah. outside broadcast, yeah. people just kind of connect with it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose we always found, <clears throat> or we've always found Red very open to ideas, you know. So we'd like toss things back and forth and it didn't have to fit into a particular box in order to be uh, get a hearing out here in Corraheen, you know. So we could run anything by them and we always got a reception. No, it didn't always come to... Um, and that, that, I suppose that process of creative engagement we always got here. Yeah. Um, going back to you, Mark, the the evolution of the sector. I mean, you, you've lived through all of yeah. it, right? So digital is all new, relatively yeah. new, yeah. but customers need more. Yeah. Uh, Red FM evolved, like the FM part is still very important, but it's not just FM anymore. There's a whole no. different area to it now that you can help sell your customers. Well, well I suppose, look, uh, looking at the, the local radio market as a whole and even the Irish radio market as a whole, it's, 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 it's quite different in terms of comparing it to other international national markets like the UK for example whereby the local radio market isn't any, anywhere near as fragmented as the UK market right so like you've got nearly in every county you've probably got one or two local radio stations and then you add, supplement that with your four or five nationals but what you'll find then is because on a couple of different levels so you have the Irish people's parochial need for local content and local news we all want to know what and that's a really cock thing as well <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, face yeah. it ne- never never more so than yeah. the people's republic right but what you find then is that you have very strong listenership levels um even on the on the, on the analog side where like like 67% of, or 67% of people still listen to radio on a radio at the moment no mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot, but it's nowhere near where it was in 2017-18 before the advent of smart speakers and devices and all that. The this shift to digital radio has come on stream, but it but you know there's still 3.2 million people a day listen to radio, live radio, uh, in this country. Um, and I think the reason it's still very strong is because of the strength of the content and, and from a local radio perspective the strength of the localised content um, and then what, what that gives you then is if you're looking at radio stations that local radio stations will have anywhere from 25% to up to 37% of the market mm. share so from an advertiser perspective it's still a very viable means for them to get their message out there because they know that they've got a, a, I won't say a guaranteed listening or a guaranteed audience, but they know that there is only a certain number of media outlets locally that they can get their message to their customers. And then invariably, when you've, as Bill alluded to, when you've got a radio station that is very open to ideas and how you create bespoke and engaging campaigns with your clients, that enables the client then to think outside the box a little bit, come up with you know, sponsorships or events or, you know, straight out advertising campaigns Mm. that will deliver either sales results or increase market or brand awareness to the client. So I think, you know, as a summation, I think it's very much still part of the media mix, local radio. And I think what we found ever before COVID was there was still, even though digital had had gone, people had evolved to to digital as a whole, it's come back to traditional media still, still delivering results now. Um, uh, Shanti, I, I've worked in radio for 26 years, a little bit, little bit longer yeah. than Red FM has been in existence. So I've been knocking around a while. I'm still fascinated. Uh, you know, people listening when I'm when I'm talking that there's people on the other side. But yeah. w- when you speak to people uh, on the commercial side and they run a successful campaign um, and, and obviously more some campaigns are more engaging than others. But when a successful campaign runs on radio, you, you do actually see 
the benefits. You do see people coming through yeah. the door and you find out that they're there because they heard it on, on, on the likes of Red FM. Yeah, and I think during COVID it became even more pronounced because um, for Casey's Furniture, for example, the, the the retail market was very, very difficult out there. There was closures, there was partial openings, there was all sorts of uncertainty. Um, and Casey's were able to get their message out there quickly through the likes of Red FM um, so that, you know, all the time the end customer was updated as to what the situation was, how they could shop with us. And like Casey's did very well during the, the COVID times. I know I spent a lot of money there myself. <laughs> yeah. the, the advertising was too effective yeah, for my house, I can tell you. It, I suppose, look, you know, you, you've got that. Everyone was at home listening to, you know, working yeah. from home or, or the, the horrid um, homeschooling and, you know, both kids yeah. and family, everyone could listen to the radio and it kind of united everybody. Yeah. So it was a great way to get the message out there. And it was very obvious then from the the results, the sales results, whether they were online or whether they were like click and collect Absolutely. or whatever like, I, just it was. Uh, on, on that point, and sorry <clears> to cut across you, Shanti, I think the, the, ver- the, re- the return to verifiable news and content sources over the last number of years has been really stark and, and local verifiable news content. Mm. Shanti is absolutely right. I mean, we all remember the COVID days when the Taoiseach was delivering those, you know, what's next in the next few weeks messages. But that was amplified across radio and all the other broadcast mediums. So and I, but I think that has then helped to, to, to make local radio and national radio e- and, and broadcast media even stronger as an advertising medium. Local radio is in a very strong place and I think Ready, Red FM a very strong part to play in that and look as an agency we look forward to working strongly with Grania and our team here at Red FM long into the future. And, and Bill on that uh, with uh, you know you, you've got your various different products that mm-hmm. are out there the, the, the Alpine Skate Trail mm-hmm. for example yeah, you know yeah. the Red FM involvement mm-hmm. of that I'm sure there's lots of people who've come along and said just throw a load of money into Instagram Bill should they be out the door coming yeah. down to you don't bother with any of that traditional mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. why didn't you take that advice? Well that's that's a really interesting point I mean or I suppose we're buying campaigns and, and creating advertising and marketing campaigns every year and I've seen a significant shift since we started in 2007, obviously towards digital. So I suppose we would have looked at it back in the day that we might have had maybe a 10% for digital. And gradually over the years, that's crept up and crept up at the expense, one would imagine, of print particularly and possibly of radio. Okay, um, But what we have found is we've maintained our radio budget. Um, because we feel that brand awareness is absolutely uh, important and echoing what what Mark and Shanti have said, getting news out there uh, about your event um, to, uh, and I mean, I suppose the big thing that we've always considered is that, you know, kids going to school in the car in the morning, you want to reach people there in the car, the whole family together, it's Red FM is going to deliver that audience for you. Mm-hmm. So while digital has played a part, I, I back in the day, Jonathan, I used to go with like posters and deliver those posters all around the country and hang them up <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in the back doors of like pubs and everything. The records, uh, yeah, back in the yeah, day. absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I have a lot of money. Uh, yeah, because um, shift back to those too. Yeah. And I suppose, Mark, I mean, we were talking about it outside in terms of forty-eight sheets and and um, you know th- th- these traditional media, I suppose, have struggled. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't dismiss those making a bit of a comeback. You know, it's amazing. We're always at some part of the cycle, you know. Uh, And I think right now, for us, it's digital and um, it's radio. And radio always delivers. And you can't ignore 
awareness and I del- radio delivers that I suppose in spades uh, Thank you so much for all of your support over the years it's been brilliant to have you on board this is a video podcast so there is no escaping the fact that <laughs> I didn't bring a cake despite the fact we are celebrating uh, the 21st anniversary uh, of Red FM but the good news is Neil Prendival is the guy who is receiving the 21 kisses so if you can give him just a little peck in the cheek on the way out as you're leaving that'd be just brilliant Mark Hopkins uh, Shanti McNulty Bill Kremen thank you so much for coming in Thanks, Thanks Jonathan That is it for this particular episode of Red Business. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Happy birthday to Cork's Red FM. 21 years young, key of the door handed over. And we'll catch you on the next one. Get the Red Business podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts.